But when you have a life of significance that's focused on other people, that's focused on the Great Commission, that is focused on bringing the love of Jesus to hurting people around the world, you have a life of significance. And that will be fulfilling. That will be life-changing. It will be life-giving. And I believe one day you will hear when you get to heaven, one day, good job, good job, that a boy, well done, my good and faithful servant. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. We have one goal, and that is to strengthen your walk with Jesus Christ, to lift you higher in Christ so that you will never, ever quit, and that you'll keep moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay tuned with us today for another exciting message from the Word of God. Douglas Boyd, and today we're going to talk about something very important, and the subject is actually a question. What do you do when life kicks you in the face? It's a big question, huh? Today we're going to tackle that. We're going to use a story from the life of David to illustrate to you what you can do when life has just kicked you in the face, when life has body slammed you, and you don't know what to do going to talk about it, so stay tuned with us. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so blessed to have you with us. We want you to know that you are a blessing to us, and if we've been a blessing to you, this podcast has helped your spiritual life. Please consider subscribing to it and becoming part of our podcast family. But don't stop there. Invite your family and your friends to also be part of our podcast family. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. So glad that you're with us. Thank you so much. You know, sometimes people ask us um, why we do this podcast, and I've been asked several times, why do you want to spend the time doing that? It takes a lot of time, and the answer is um, pretty simple, actually. We do this podcast to bless you. We do this podcast to touch the body of Christ to encourage the body of Christ to be everything that it can be. You know, these days we're we're in perilous times and we see a lot of people walking away from the faith or giving up on their faith. And we want to encourage you to just keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. All right, we've got an incredible message today. What do you do when life kicks you in the face? And right now we want to go to Rocky Balboa. You ain't gonna believe this. But you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. 
It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't going to have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. Wow. Such an incredible scene from the movie Rocky Balboa. But what he said in that, it's more truth than fiction. Because life is going to hit you in the face. It is going... Things... If you've never been through a major trial in your life, just hold on. You will. You will. Life will kick you in the face. And so with that, we want to jump into the message today. Before we do, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask you to give us ears to hear your word today and a heart to receive your word today. Let it be planted on the good ground of our hearts and let it just flourish and grow and change us into the person you want us to be. I'll be careful to give you the praise and the honor and the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's look today at the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30 starting in verse 1 it says now it happened when david and his men came to ziklag on the third day that the amalekites had invaded the south and ziklag they attacked ziklag and they burned it with fire verse 2 and they taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great they did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way verse 3 so david and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire And their wives, their sons, their daughters had been taken captive. Verse 4, Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. I want to ask you that question again today. What do you do when life kicks you in the face? We've all been through times where life just simply throws things in our face. When life body slams us and jumps on top of us. Some of you are there right now. Sometimes life hits you with a tomato. Sometimes it throws the entire bushel at you. And as the fictional character Rocky said in our video, it's not about how hard that you can hit in this life. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward in Christ. This is so true in the Christian faith. Sometimes life is literally... Two steps forward and three steps back. The key is, no matter how hard you get knocked back, get up. Keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Now I want to show you a few teaching points today about this story about David and how he handled this adversity, how he tackled this problem, what he did when he was kicked in the face, when life threw everything that it could at David. How did he react? What did he do? We can learn from what he did. Number one, we need to realize that we face a real enemy. 
David had a real enemy. Living for God is not for a bunch of sissies. This journey is not always an easy journey, and we have a real enemy. And unlike David's enemy, our enemy uses lies and distortion and manipulation to fight with. But make no mistake about it, you have an enemy. Our story says that David and his men had been out, and while they were gone, the enemy came and burned their city to the ground. They stole their possessions, and they took their wives and their children, probably to be used as slaves. Their city was burned to the ground, families and belongings stolen. You think you've had a bad day? Put yourself in David's shoes. Imagine coming home from work and everything you owned is gone, including your children. Folks, we have a real enemy, just as David did. And our enemy has a plan for your life, and that plan is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and verse 9 says, Be alert and of a sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Peter let us know two things. One, we have a real enemy. Number two, we can resist the enemy if we stand firm in the faith. So today realize you have an enemy, but you can resist that enemy by standing firm in the faith. Number two, when tragedy strikes, unity is vital. I said that unity is vital. When bad things happen, it's easy to start blaming each other. It's easy to assign blame, to lash out, to start getting our eyes on people instead of keeping our eyes on God. I want to read part of verse 6 to you from our story. Again, this is 1 Samuel chapter 30. We're going to go to verse 6. It says, And David was greatly distressed. Have you ever been greatly distressed? For the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of the people were grieved every man for his sons and his daughters. The people were grieved. They were cut to the heart. Their hearts were broken in half. And instead of looking to God, they looked to David and blamed him and wanted to stone him. Notice that the moment things go wrong, the people turn on David. Can I tell you that I have seen this time after time in the church world? It takes a while for revival to happen in a church. And if a church does not have unity, you can't have revival. A church will lose some people and go through some hard times. And the church, instead of turning to God in prayer, I have seen them turn on their pastor. Brothers and sisters, sometimes it's God's plan for us to lose some people. Did you hear me? We've got to have unity. And the people turned on David and they shouted, stone him. Had they kept that mindset, they would have never had victory. I can't tell you how many times in the church world I have seen a church lose because they turned on their pastor. How many revivals have been lost because people lost their unity? How many revivals have been lost because the gossiping mouth of the spirit of Jezebel came into the church and that spirit can operate on men and women alike? How many revivals have been lost when the pastor was blamed for the church not growing? 
We've got to keep pushing forward, church. The church world needs unity. We've got to keep praying. We've got to keep fasting. We've got to keep witnessing to people. We've got to keep looking for lost souls. I don't care if a church runs 10 people, 50 people, or 1,000 people. If it doesn't have unity, we won't see revival. They wanted to stone David. They lost their unity. Number three today, life will kick us in the face. It's going to happen. It's how we react that matters. Again, Rocky Balboa said, it's not how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. David shows us how to react. I didn't read all of verse 6 to you. I want to read it now. David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of the people were grieved. The end of the verse, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. When all hell broke loose against David, when all seemed lost, the city was burned to the ground, the people kidnapped and taken away. When it was black as midnight, David encouraged himself in the Lord. The word encouraged here means to be strengthened. It also means in the Hebrew to grab a hold of something, to seize something, to find courage in, to be established in. When everything went wrong, when David had lost everything, he fastened himself to God. He seized God, and he wouldn't let go. He established himself in the Lord his God. Psalm 55 and 22 says to cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Psalm 56 and 3 says, When I am afraid, has anyone out there ever been afraid? I have. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. If you're going through a trial today, I want to encourage you today to do what David did. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Number four today. So we see in number three, you're going to get hit by life. The whole key is how you react to it. I just keep going back to this. You've got to do what David did. Encourage yourself. Get rooted in the Lord. Number four today. When life kicks you in the face, turn to the word of the Lord. Stand on the promises of God. Let's go to verse eight in our story. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered him, Pursue. For you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. God gave David a promise that he would recover everything that he lost, that he would have victory. And David turned to the voice of the Lord, and he stood on God's promise. David listened to what God had to say, not man. Don't turn away from God when tragedy comes. Run to God. Proverbs 3 Verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean, lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. That's what David did. David put all of his trust, a hundred percent of it, in the Lord. And when he did, God directed his paths. Now let's read 
what happened in the end. Verse 17, And David smote them from twilight even until evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men who rode upon camels and fled. They took off running for their life. Verse 18, And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. Verse 19, And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David, it says at the end of verse 19, David recovered all. Life hit David in the face. But David did these simple things today. He encouraged himself in the Lord his God. He didn't listen to the negative voices. He hearkened to the word of the Lord, and he obeyed, and he stood on that word. And in the end, he had victory. How are you going to react when life kicks you in the face? If you'll do what David did, I'm telling you, you will have victory. Life hit David in the face, but in the end, David recovered all. Remember today, folks, we face a real enemy. Remember today that we must have unity. Your brother and your sister on the pew is not your enemy. The pastor is not your enemy. We need unity. Remember today, it's not about if you're going to get knocked down. You will. It's about how you react to it. Remember today, when life is at its worst, turn to the word of the Lord God. Father, I just pray right now and I ask you to encourage every single person listening to us right now. I ask you to touch them. Lift them up, Lord. Encourage them right now in you. Whatever trial they are going through, Lord, bring them deliverance. Help them right now, Jesus. I pray for every single person listening right now that, Lord, you would fill them with your spirit. And I'll be careful to give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this lesson blessed you. I hope it lifted you up. I hope it encouraged your faith. I hope it strengthened your faith. And again, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, please subscribe to it. Become part of our podcast family and then invite your family and your friends to be part of our podcast family as well. Please keep us in prayer. Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. We need your prayers. Please pray for us to experience revival, a harvest of souls. And until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours. In Christ Jesus our Lord, God bless you.